this is probably the most important, you know, podcast we've pretty, you know, pretty done so far overall, given kind of what the nature of what we're talking about as well. And it's weird for you, I guess, because, you know, like with Kim, that you know somebody who's gone, like, you know, straight from the Commonwealth Games to, you know, into a North London hospital to deal with all this as well. Yeah, I, I mean, just talking to Kim um, over the phone yesterday and over the last few weeks, it's like, it's quite scary stuff, obviously. Um, obviously, the goalposts have changed a little bit. Um, and things that everyone was working towards before are now obviously slightly altered a little bit. So, yeah, um, he's, he's, a, he's a cool guy to chat to and, and he's got a, a lot of cool insight. Not, not meaning to be in an educational kind of way, but just... You know, he's obviously on the front line and, and doing a lot of important stuff at the moment, so he's, he's cool, yeah. How are you, mate, at the minute? How are you, like, self-isolating? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm just, uh, <clears throat> to be honest, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, everyone's, like, saying, our oh, boredom and, and loneliness and whatnot, but I think it's, it's, it's quite difficult to get bored in this day and age. You know, there's lots of things to be cracking on with. I've got a lot of... Uh, you know, obviously, you've got to keep ticking over, working out and stuff, and do what you can. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like it, it kind of pales in comparison to the stuff Kim's doing. Do you, do you know what I mean? So, it's, it's kind of, it's all good. It's not too much of an issue for me at the moment. I'm very lucky, and obviously, it's, it's affected quite a few people in, in a, in a much worse way. So, um, thankfully for me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm all good. I'm just sitting tight and, and hoping for the best. And fingers crossed that everyone can stay healthy. So, yeah. Should we get Kim on the line, though? I think we should, yeah. yeah we definitely should. God. Hang on. I'll, uh, I'll add him in. Hello. Kimmy boy. Hello, mate. Hi, mate. Hi, we've, got the, uh, we've got the uh, the thing rolling, so we're just going to go with it. Sound. Sounds good. Hi, mate. Kim, you right, mate? You good? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, cheers <laughs> for joining us, mate. Absolutely. Right, mate. We, we won't, take, won't take up too much of your time, but obviously... <laughs> Things are a little bit more clear with obviously Tokyo and everything, and, and uh, can't pick you up enough. All the all the stuff you're doing, so, yeah. Just uh, what you been up to? <laughs> yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been busy, mate. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago, we were just getting ready to kind of gear up towards the Paralympics, and, and I was well, I was meant to start training full time again and quit my job, but obviously that's uh, gone down the swanee. So we are. I've just well, yeah, just gone gone back to work full time, really, just to help out with everything else going on. Um, but yeah, really difficult time. Difficult time. Yeah, you, you timed it well, didn't you? With the old, uh, just just about to finish up, just start training for Tokyo, and then boom, goalposts have changed. But oh, no. oh well, <laughs> I know. Couldn't believe you know, it. I, was, I remember like, on the Sunday night, I was get it was the two weeks before the lockdown, wasn't it? and um, or before it all kind of kicked off, and then I was just got all my stuff ready to go to come up to Sheffield for the, like the week, pretty much for the training, and. Um, yeah, got a text from from our head coach from Greg just saying, "Wouldn't bother." <laughs> probably, yeah, we're probably going to. Just don't, don't, don't even. You're not, not even worth going up. Um, exactly. Yeah. So Kim, so you, um, you're at Whittenden Hospital in in is it North London? Uh, I am. Yeah, in uh, in Archway. It's like near near Emirates where Arsenal play. Um, so obviously it's a bit. Of a... <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get we'll get the football involved in this as well. So yeah. <laughs> London's kind of the hub of everything at the moment. I think it's just starting to spread up north, but um, 
probably a couple of weeks or a week ahead maybe of what's going on up there. So it's been a bit crazy. So what are you actually working on at the moment? Uh, right now Wait, I'm... Yeah, no, right now I'm on the surgical wards, so it's kind of... Main objective is basically to get all the patients out of hospital and clear the beds uh, to get ready for, for kind of what's coming. And then they've cancelled all the elective surgeries, so kind of anything that you have done that's not life-saving has all been cancelled. So, um, yeah, we're just getting people out, but to be honest, on every ward now they have sort of coronavirus patients and then from next week I'll be moving on to a medical ward which will be most likely just be completely uh, yeah COVID-19 patients uh, they're expecting mm. it to fill up really in the next week or so um, probably peaking in the next couple of weeks so we'll just have to get ready when they say like when they say like fill up like how how much capacity do you guys have there uh, I mean obviously it's all Based, I mean, it, we, we won't increase the amount of beds we have because an, a hospital bed's not an easy thing to kind of create, if you like. Um, but, I mean, our ITU capacity, I think, is about 10 to 12 patients, uh, which is for the really, really unwell people. And then uh, apart from that, we've kind of we've, we've set up some more beds to get ready. Um, total capacity for the hospital, not really sure, actually, probably... 200 to 250 patients i would have thought across the whole thing um but obviously the, the issue is i'm sure you you guys are aware um, with all the ventilators and stuff that's the main problem is, is having enough kit uh, to sort everyone out um but yeah that's basically why they're building this this thing in the excel um get just to try and cope with the amount of patients that they're gonna have uh so yeah they're, they're currently recruiting for that they're um they're just calling people up so that's a bit, bit what's the process are you are you um are you just is it just it's you would you would you uh, uh, yeah i mean you, i think basically like you you, you they just they just send an email out um if you're already employed at a hospital then you're you probably just won't go you'll stay and you'll you'll man the hospital yeah. that you're at a lot of the the staff there will be kind of either people who have retired so they're coming back or people who have doctors who have been brought back from the community so if they're like gps or they're in specialties that that aren't kind of vital at the moment, like I don't know, like ophthalmology or something like that. Um, a lot of those guys will be asked if they can go. Um, but I mean, as far as I'm aware, it's a complete voluntary, um, obviously. Yeah. So it'll be people putting themselves out there uh, to, to go and help. It is mad. I mean, they were saying, yeah, eight years crazy. on from playing table tennis in the XL to yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's no, quite a turnaround. That mate, that really yeah. is, yeah. It is weird. I thought that for a moment. I was like, "That's mad!" Like we were literally playing there, yeah, eight years ago, and could be there help treating patients eight years later. Uh, very different circumstances. Because I guess the last uh, the last few weeks for like both of you guys, especially, you know, you had the announcements about Tokyo, then you had the lockdown, and I guess with the disabilities, would you kind of class yourselves as well as kind of more vulnerable to mm. what COVID nineteen could, you know, yeah. uh, give compared to like most other people? I'll let Dave field that question. I don't know. I think, like I've always stressed, like it's not really about. It's this. This is an everyone thing, you know. Like this is the the public health of everybody. It kind of doesn't really matter what your personal situation is because obviously spreading the virus is is kind of the issue at the moment. And obviously everyone has the ability to do that. So it kind of doesn't really matter what your personal circumstances is. But I don't know. Personally, it's in the back of my mind. I'm not really too concerned over myself. but I think, you know, having, I was speaking to Tom, actually, our, uh, our class one he's, um, uh, yesterday, and it was kind of like, 
having a disability and being in a vulnerable position kind of it kind of gives you that kind of a little bit of inner strength and resilience to deal with things like this because in a way it's kind of normality for a lot of people with, with disabilities you know you know not being able yeah. to do things and stuff and it, he, his kind of outlook and on the thing kind of it really opened my eyes a little bit and um i was like yeah you know like it's not it's not the end of the world for a lot of people like you know being able, being able to be stuck inside is a is a choice is, is not a choice for some people and it kind of yeah. it kind of made me feel quite you know humbled by that because he you know it makes you so. stronger doesn't it having a disability and stuff makes yeah. you stronger and this is going to make everyone stronger i think you know really it's going to make you realize what's important in life and that was really it was really cool maybe we should get tom on in as well we add him to the call but yeah i think maybe i am a little bit more vulnerable than, than people but i don't think that's the point at the moment obviously kim's like dealing with like stuff on an everyday basis and and um, yeah. obviously, you're you're probably at more risk than me because I'm I'm not exposed like you. Are, are you worried for yourself or not? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I think that's obviously I, it's a bit strange. I think when I when I chat to my friends and kind of my colleagues who I work with, um, there isn't a, there isn't a big sense of being worried kind of for your own personal health. I think like one of the things that, that, that everyone's everyone's kind of said is that actually when you're at work um, is actually when people feel more calm because you actually you have some control over the situation kind of what's going you're on powerless, and you're, exactly you're I think, yeah, yeah for everyone at home i think it's actually really difficult because you're kind of you're sat there there's nothing you can do you don't really know like for the time what it's like kind of in the hospitals and everything and actually the sort of fear of the unknown is probably worse than than kind of actually having some control over what's going on but i mean they, yeah we we are hearing like scary stories about kind of doctors who have been taken ill or even passed away unfortunately um so i think it is obviously at the back of everyone's mind um but we'll just have to see how the whole thing evolves i mean i've had friends who have already had the virus and they've recovered and are actually back at work already um and most people obviously will be will be fine i mean it'd be a bit rubbish if in the long run you can get it more than once because then we'll just it'll just be a cycle on it for the next sort yeah. of two or three months but yeah we'll just have to see how we get on really and are you getting i think most people are on board with the seriousness of it now i don't really want to play it down or anything because I've, I've been quite vocal about it over the past few weeks and months um but are you getting are you obviously you're, you're seeing like the effects of it on the front line and you're helping people are you getting frustrated with the people who maybe aren't taking it too seriously yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, yeah. you still see like, if it does. It angers me actually. You still see when I'm out, when I'm like on my way to work and stuff, and I still see still people around coming back from work. And I know, fair enough, a lot of them maybe on the way to the shops or they're doing things that they need to do. But you know, you see people kind of stopping on the street to talk to friends and this kind of thing, and it's it is frustrating because I think amongst the younger population, especially the kind of. 16 to maybe I don't know mid 30 year olds who probably will be absolutely fine and there's you when you're that age you do feel a bit sort of invincible but it's not about you it's about kind of the people who you come in contact with who then they come in contact with you know older people and and uh, and put them at some serious risk well that's the thing like for me as well I think there's a, there's a degree of selfishness about people kind of my age as well I'm 22 you know if, if I get yeah. the virus then I, I will probably be okay but my mum's been uh, really ill recently so she's got most of the symptoms bar a temperature and yeah. you know she's self-isolating i'll only go out for jogs in the forest but that's literally literally it but you know meeting friends yeah. i've got mates who you know that they've they've met up with other friends and you just think to yourself come on guys you know like it yeah. as you said kim it doesn't matter you know that really if we get the virus to an extent but it more matters that we could pass it on to somebody who would then be 
you know, more vulnerable. I've got grandparents who are 96 and 91. If they got it, then it, it's it's a hell of a lot different to, you know, us getting it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, what you said is completely right. And I mean, they reckon within uh, the, the stats are something like if, if one, so if one person has the virus, passes it on to someone else, within 10 contacts, that'll be someone ending up who's eight, who will be in hospital requiring kind of life support and treatment. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the the danger is very, very real. And I think people just need to understand as difficult as it is, because a lot of people won't, won't see the effects first hand because they won't have people who become really unwell in their family and that kind of thing and it will just seem a little bit kind of why, why do we have to do this kind of thing but the stats kind of alone so speak for themselves already and, and I think at the end of this if we do our job as a health service um, we'll, not many people kind of will die and not many people will be affected and, uh, and I'm sure that one of the reactions after that will be well it wasn't you know it wasn't as bad as they said it was going to be um, but Be kind of strange uh, though, you know, like going from like you know being a student <laughs> doctor at Leeds Uni to then you know just being put onto the front line of this. It's kind of like you know, I guess you know, soldiers during wars almost. You know, you train and you think to yourself, there might be a possibility that something serious might happen. I might be joining up, you know, in Afghanistan or Iraq, and then suddenly yeah. it happens, and then you think, whoa, this is this is for real now. Yeah, no, that's very true, and like we've had those conversations before as well, and there's definitely a sense of like. Um, every all most like not all doctors I've spoke to and, and nurses and all that they want to be out there and they want to be helping people because like you said it's why you sign up in the first place um, and I think they there are there are a lot of the, I think the fifth year medical students and fifth year medical students who are, who are kind of meant to be graduating this year there, there's talk of, um, of basically just throwing them straight in as well on to kind of just start work as quickly as possible which is must be terrifying I mean I've only worked for. I've only been a doctor for a couple of years now and then kind of I'm quite nervous but I think to come out of uni having been so sheltered just to be suddenly in the public eye and like right crack on then guys and uh, and uh, treat this is must be absolutely terrifying um but yeah it's definitely like why it's, it's, it's exciting is the wrong word um but it's uh it's kind of a good it's a good time to be a healthcare professional in a like an adre- adrenaline like rush because you know you've got to like it's you are kind of part of a, a wider effort and you are playing your part and I guess like the NHS clap for example um at mm. eight o'clock the other night I guess that pretty you know proved that like the whole country is really behind like you guys as well yeah, that, no definitely yeah, we heard it from ours, yeah yeah but well it's a different kind of uh <laughs> dynamic to uh Tim's used to having a lot of support behind 
in a sporting sense but this is kind of a, a different kind of dynamic isn't it yeah, feel, uh, yeah. It, it does it feels completely different I mean it's it's I think sport obviously has taken a big backseat for now and, and and even with the cancellation of like the Olympics and the Paralympics it's kind of like well it's sport, it, it puts things in perspective a bit this whole thing um, and obviously where I've, I've always had support from a sporting point of view and me and Dave both have when you feel that uh, that love from everyone and how yeah, and it feels like such a big thing but I think this it just feels different because it's kind of it, it, it just it, it is a matter of well, it matters, it matters a bit more doesn't it yeah exactly um, but I would say though that having sport being sport being cancelled over the last like sort of two three weeks to a month um, I, it showed me the, the, the importance of sport in, in a community and, and to people because Honestly, now I've got no, like nothing to talk about. And I ring my mates up, and I'm like, well, "What? What? <laughs> nothing else to say." Every time I go on the BBC website, it's just events being over. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Oh well. I was about to say, like, what's what's like the atmosphere like in the hospital as well, and how does that differ, kind of, to like the outside world? You mentioned it earlier a bit, like, you know, like mm. there is a sense of the unknown when you're kind of sitting at home, and I guess yeah, even yeah. without sport, you kind of got that boredom to an extent. Um, but what's yeah. it what's it like in the hospital itself? Um, it's it's highly strung. I think is one of the main words I'd say. There's a lot of very very stressed people and worried people, and I think it's it's because it's evolving and changing day by day. And, and our our daily lives have changed completely. And, and when we come in, it's always something different. You know, like we're having to kind of learn different ways to practice, learn different ways to work, working on different wards. It's all kind of up in the air. And, and I think. We, as a junior doctor, kind of we, we're just we're just told where to go, and we just have to crack on. But I think for the seniors, for the consultants and the ITU uh, consultants, all those kind of guys, where they're making all the calls and they're making all the decisions, you can see it on their face, kind of because we all we you know we see each other for lunch and that kind of thing, and you can see that they're uh, they're under a huge amount of stress and a huge amount of pressure because they're making those those big decisions they're having those difficult conversations with families every day um and that is tough and and and, and I, can, I can't imagine what it will be like for them over the next kind of three weeks because obviously yeah, as, as this gets worse which it will get worse i think that there are going to be very difficult decisions to be had um and difficult conversations to be had like within within the hospitals with yeah with families etc and yeah, it's mm. going to be tough. I think that's why you can only emphasise this stay at, the stay at home policy because we want to try and minimise the amount of the amount of those conversations that happen um, and come out of this you, kind of. Yeah, are you like working more more hours than you'd normally be if you were full time anyway? Uh, I think. Well, I well, mean, obviously you're full time now, but is it is it yeah. extra full time at the moment? At the moment, no, because I think there's a obviously it's it's tough when you're there and, and the work is busy and, and there's it's tough. But right now we're not. I think the the, the issue is going to be and the reason kind of everyone's worried about everything is is when the healthcare professionals start getting ill because we're noticing that now. Like some mm. of the some of the doctors are off self isolate all this kind of thing, um, but we've not quite hit hit the. Uh, Hit the kind of key number where it suddenly yeah. kind of shit hits the fan. Excuse my language, but I mean, yeah, basically, no, it's basically like there's a there's a capacity within the hospital. There's like kind of an amount of people that is needed to run it effectively. Um, yeah. And once we go below that, that's when you'll be shaft. That's when you'll be shafted. But I think yeah. it is a weird environment because obviously when you're treating people with with coronavirus, it's 
essentially the treatment is supportive um, with oxygen. So they just, you know, get put on the oxygen, but we haven't got antibiotics. We haven't got lots of fancy procedures or anything to like what's go, what, what it is. So once mm. they're there and they're on the oxygen, in terms of actually managing, there's not there's not loads to do but wait and hope that kind of they, they pick up and get better. And that's what's quite difficult as well. It's quite scary. So, so hi- like, hypothetically, sorry, I'm going to say, hypothetically then, if you... Um, if like one senior doctor was was ill in your department, would you be then drafted up to the next stage to kind of operate it in can, that remit? It can, it can happen. Obviously, you want to you want to kind of escalate within within the ranks. So, as in, they would try to avoid bringing people up because they want to avoid people having to do things that they're not really kind of capable of and within their remit. Um, so, what they're doing at the moment basically is a bit of a buddy scheme. So, there's kind of you get grouped into a couple of people, two or three people of a similar level to you. Um, and you'll basically be expected to be like on call when you're not at work. So I might have a day off, but I'll be, I'll be there ready to come in and say, if my, my buddy who's working gets, gets a symptoms or becomes unwell, has to go home. Um, then I'll be expected just to come in and fill that gap. Um, and they're doing that like, but it's tough. I mean, like I said, those, some of those consultants are, into their 50s and 60s and they're suddenly be, they, those guys are suddenly being called up to do night shifts again and that kind of thing which is really difficult thing to do I think when you've kind of when you're getting a bit older and when you've not not had to do that for such a long time um, yeah so, so yeah, yeah. I, I, at the top it's going to be particularly tough I think it's the general feeling really appreciate you taking the time Mr Kim sir to, to speak to us a load of nonsense obviously when we speak on the phone, we, we talk on answer, but it's, it's nice to actually get a proper, true, serious insight as well. Um, yeah. No, are you, are you, when are you back in? You're back in tomorrow, then, are you? I am. Yeah, I'm back in tomorrow morning, um, and we'll just have to see what it's like. Like I said, every day you go in, and it's a little bit kind of the vibe is a little bit different, and the atmosphere is a little bit different. So we'll just have yeah. to we'll just have to see how. I it guess goes. it must be like escalating on a, on a daily basis. Is it kind of like at the minute? Is it almost you are waiting for you know the storm to arrive? but you know it's going to come uh, at some point yeah absolutely and like they in Italy apparently and all the other countries they reported this kind of odd calm before the storm because we're obviously clearing patients out of hospital so a lot of the extra work that kind of normally gets done within hospitals is not being done at the moment we're just kind of getting ready for for what's about to happen um, and there, there is a kind of like a like a weird yeah a weird calm um, but it is starting to like ramp up now and, and it, it is funny being at work because kind of you, you get released some guidelines and you're like we're going to do this this and this and then the next day they're like no, no we're not doing any of that we've got to do this this and this and, and it's just it's kind of mm. like it's you know do you know what I mean it's all a bit kind of all in a bit up in the air um, and it, 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 is, it is it is crazy like I've kind of been treating several patients kind of with coronavirus but obviously with the problems with the PPE and the protective gear as everyone's been listening on the news like you don't actually have to, you do, the guidelines at the moment is you don't wear full protective gear um, unless you're treating a, someone with confirmed coronavirus so then I, I mean I was there last week kind of with someone who we thought had coronavirus we like we, but we were waiting for the swab to come back or the test to come back and I'm kind of I'm wearing like some gear but not the full one because we haven't got enough to go around um and i'm kind of stood there like well we reckon this guy's got it and i'm stood like right next to him but yeah wow wow you know what i mean you're a bit you're a bit like oh well but i mean it's yeah but it's nobody's fault it's just it's just the way the way it is and the way it will be for a while so Mm. that's impacting on obviously when you're back at home as well you've got obviously you're living with um 
with Phoebe and, and whatnot and your housemates yeah. and stuff. So. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And like my, my girlfriend's very supportive. She's kind of just, she's working from home at the moment. She's a civil servant. Um, so she's helping out. And we we had a conversation about it. Kind of, well, what do we want to do? Because she, her, she lives close to her, we live close to her parents here, actually. Um, and we did discuss it, like, would, would you want to move back or whatever and kind of sit, ride it out? But I think we both just kind of agreed that this is how it's going to be for a while. And yeah. Might as well just get on with it, and but well, no, I think it's been great. Yeah. As you get further along in the kind of the, the kind of crisis and whatnot, oh, it's like table tennis. You, you know, if you've been to the Paralympics, you, you know what it's all about. Like, we don't, this is the unknown, isn't it? Like, we're, we're, you're kind of getting a good medical experience here, being in such a situation, you know. And obviously, yeah. dealing with crises and, and stuff, you, you you get better. You get better at, at certain situations, don't you? The more you know about it, so yeah. I mean, you like like you know, like when we're playing in those big tournaments, and you find out really kind of what what it's about and like kind of what who you are as well. Um, you Until know, you're thrown into stuff. it, Until, yeah. exactly, yeah. Uh, so it is. I mean, it's a it's a great learning experience, and I'm sure we'll take a lot of things away from it and sort of talk about it in the future. You know, when it's all over, um, and we have no idea how long it's going to last for now. But um, but yeah, talking about. Obviously, the sporting side of things for you personally, right. this is this has screwed you over big time, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> Be as blunt as possible, there, David, yeah, mate. Absolutely, look, they were kept, they keep giving me some stick because basically I was working part time for the last two years, um, trying to finish, trying to sort of train and 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 work at the same time. So I've been doing my my my. You're a maverick, Kim. Honestly, honestly I can't say how proud of you are. You, you're smashing <laughs> it, but yeah, it's not easy because I try. I tried to do that, you know, education, academics as well as sport, it's, it's not easy. And I, it's tough, yeah. but yeah, they were giving me some stick because they were basically like, well, you've been wasting your time for an event that's not going to happen. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is pretty <laughs> rubbish. But, um, yeah. but yeah, no, it has changed. We, we, we'll get back to it though. You know? What do you reckon? Yeah, what do you reckon yeah. for you personally though, Tokyo? Because you were on the cusp, weren't you? You needed those last qualification tournaments. And I was, and I, I think know. a lot of people were the same as me. Um, it's, it's, it was very tight. I, I don't know, mate. It's hard to think about, to be honest, at the moment. Um, yeah, with everything true. else going on, it is difficult. But I think once this has all died down, we'll have a sit down with the coaches and assess it. But it's really tough for athletes because you know what it's like. Like People were getting ready for four years for this. Um, and now they were like in peak condition, ready to go, and just be told, put it on hold. Obviously, Mentally, that's... Yeah, obviously everyone's relative to their own certain situations, and obviously athletes put everything into this day in day out. They put, mm. you know, push their body to the limit, so it does matter a lot. Obviously, it's not important in the whole scheme of things. However, in in relative terms, it can, you know, I know a lot of people who've who've gone pretty depressed over this and gone pretty, you know, yeah. very demotivated and and not been able to do the things they're usually able to do, and obviously. Yeah, like you said, it, it can be. Well, I was about to say for, for you guys, like mental, like and emotional health comes into it as well. Not just you know being in a hospital, but actually you know that you've been planning for Tokyo for such a long time, and then you get to a stage where you know these training regimes they become kind of like in your subconscious almost. So you kind of know what you're doing already before yeah. you wake up, and then then well, suddenly you, you know, get this yeah. different change of environment. You know how to peak as an athlete, don't you? You know how to peak, and like I think you said it before. Well, you said it. Especially in um, when I've spoke to you previously, like a year is a is a long time in sport. You know, you never know, and, and especially in the Paralympics, people's conditions can deteriorate a lot. Absolutely, so yeah. it could. This 
this maybe has ended a few careers. Yeah. Maybe not me, pers- me or you personally. However, yeah. you know, potentially it has for a lot of well, athletes. Definitely. I mean, if you, look, if you look at like strength events as well and that kind of thing, or fitness-based events. I mean, for some of those guys, they, especially if they're older or they were gearing towards their last one, maybe they they probably haven't got. They might not. If you're in your thirties, say you probably haven't got another year in you, another season in you. So it's mm. it's really tough for a lot of people. But I think what's what's really hard as well is that it's it's ended some careers, some big sort of ground shifting stuff for a lot of people. But you almost can't really speak out about it at the moment because yeah, it kind of seems a bit irrelevant, you know, like because it's obviously people are in hospital, people are losing jobs, people there. It seems yeah. like not a big deal, um, but it is a big deal, you know, for a lot of people. It's it's really hard. Yeah. Um, That's what I was trying to say without being too insensitive over it, you know, not for me personally, but I know some people are really struggling with it. Um, yeah, and definitely. that's that's completely fine, you know. That's probably yeah. normal to feel like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah. had it at, at work last week when they announced the the pushing it back, uh, the Olympics, and I was at work at the time. And people, I started to get messages being like, "Oh, I'm really sorry, mate. Like, just heard about yeah. the Olympics." And people were coming up to me at work being like, "Really sorry." And I was sat there, like, and I was like, "Yeah, that is rubbish." But then, like, two minutes later, I was like, "Oh, but I better go and like." see this person who's got coronavirus and that's so like I, that's the thing it is perspective isn't it it, it, it comes down yeah. to you know it, it's worth it winning and losing yeah. is one thing but life and death is completely you know different yeah absolutely mm. absolutely i mean it's it is it, uh, it's difficult and i think the one thing i've found that that's helped is just knowing obviously that it's hard for everyone at the moment and kind of helps you to put things in perspective and give you that sense of kind of yeah community and all that and just you know, we'll all pick it up once it's once it's yeah. over. Change. I think it's. I think it will change a lot of people's. Like I said before, it will change a lot of people's outlooks for the better. Hopefully, and you kind of got to make. You can make good thing. You know, you can find positives out of very bad situations sometimes, and it can make you stronger. And that's what I admire about you, Kim. You were. You, you were able to. You know, obviously, you got the skill set to be able to do something about it right now, and, and that's uh, what you're passionate about. So, legend, mate. And I think for both, good work. and I think like for me as well, like from both of you, you know, I haven't seen the country like this in in, in unity, for, for example, like since London 2012. So, you know, you're looking at sports and you're looking at something like this where the country comes together as mm. you know things that can bring people, you know together and you know the fact that you know like Kim you were saying earlier that people are bored because they've got nothing to talk about sports and sports you know we've had Brexit we've had all this you know uh, over the past three or four years and whatever you make of Brexit it was something that really did you know divide the country whereas this even for how bad it is and you know sports generally for the Olympics it can bring people together um, so yeah it can it yeah. can definitely and I think that also, like, obviously it is rubbish for the athletes, but I do think in 2021, everyone will be really ready for just something good. And um, and those Olympics mm. could have the potential to be something really, really special because it's like the kind of the coming together and the, it will, will definitely be a mark of, like, this is kind of the world's made a recovery kind of thing. And, um, and, it, and it could potentially be an amazing game, actually. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, it could be yeah. amazing. Um, we'll just have to hope that it that it is when it comes to it. How long do you reckon that recovery will take? I'm guessing you guys must be looking at the trends of Italy, Spain at the yeah, minute. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, to get back to complete normality, I think it will be looking at at least a year, probably more, because um, it it won't just be. There's not going to be some magic end point where you're like, "This is it, it's over," unless we come up with a cure, obviously. Um, but. And I think it'll take a lot of time for people to just to return to normal life and return to normal habits. Because I mean, when you when you go out and about, obviously now it's very strange. But I think just general social routine will change for a long time. 
um, and, and, and older people especially will probably be scared to go out properly for a while or be in crowds for quite a while afterwards. Um, so it's going to take a long time, a long time to get back to kind of what it was before. But maybe we can learn something from it and, and we can kind of improve on, on how we were. And, and I think one thing that seems to be good is that people are wasting a lot less as far as I can see because they're not a bit worried about if they're like, going to be able to buy any toilet paper ever again, ever. So, um, <laughs> the end, least, the end know, of the world of toilet not, paper, yeah. Yeah, exactly. At least they're not wasting. Like, at least people are using all their food. They're not, do you know what I mean? They're not like just throwing things away. Um, so, we, there, yeah, there are things to be learned for sure. It, oh. Yeah, it is a weird situation, isn't it, overall? It is. It is. It is. But, uh, thanks for taking the time, mate. I don't have right, any more questions, to be honest. I'm, yeah, I, it's I, difficult I'm, for me to yeah. chat to you like this because, obviously... We've exhausted. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably annoying you to be fair. The last week, like, <laughs> I've had all this time, and you're you're busy and everything. But I've probably exhausted all my questions, and I'm, I'm concerned for you. No, it's fine. And, and no, I don't no, know what, no, what we've fine. covered and what we haven't. So, uh, yeah, no, I think it's good. It's, yeah, I think it's good to talk about. It's good to get out of there. I'm, I, I just, I'm for, for me personally. I think it's if I can kind of provide any insight to other people, if it can provide some. Like I said, the fear of the unknown is the scariest thing, um, and even if what's going on in hospitals at the moment is it is terrifying. Um, absolutely it is but um, I think people need to know about it and and uh, yeah. it's important that they do uh, so wherever I can kind of get that word out that kind of but I mean all I would say is obviously we appreciate all the support and there's been a lot of love for healthcare workers and for, for kind of those key workers since all this happened and it's yeah. even though there's a lot of negativity around there's also um, the vast majority of the time we, I, I feel very supported personally and I think people are really kind of reaching out to their to their NHS staff and, and they're realising the importance and, and that's been fantastic to see so yeah we just have to keep going Amen brother Yeah really appreciate Definitely. you coming on to this man yeah. and hopefully what you said no you know, will resonate with a lot of people so um, uh, so yeah it's, 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 it's a weird situation isn't it I think for every single person right now and I think it, it comes down to you know just just trying to get as much information as possible, but being able to what you know you can control within your own kind of little environment as well. Not worry too much about the world situation and worry about yourself more and you know your your own individual habits and um, yeah, yeah, and then that make your guy. Yeah, exactly. To be fair, to be fair, you were saying you you could have done more, couldn't you? But it's not really. Um, you said to me yesterday, didn't you? Um, you, you don't feel comfortable doing that. You've got, you've got a job to do, haven't you? Yeah, so, no, well, I, yeah, no, I did. You guys, you boys should be, uh, you boys should be on it because I turned down ICV and BBC. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. We'll take that one. We'll take that one. We have Will Bailey and now we've had Kim. So, you know, the whole table's Sweet, in this team at this rate. Oh, uh, well, yeah. there we go. No, cheers, right, then, lads. No worries. All right, perfect. Uh, well, yeah, no, it's good, good to chat. Good to chat. Hope, uh, hope everyone's well and uh, look after yourself. Cool. Yeah, you too, you too. too. Alright. Stay safe, Bye. Yeah, stay safe, man. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye.